episode 14 of the Everything is Marketing podcast brought to you by the MLive Media Group online at mlivemediagroup.com and on it supplements, O-N-N-I-T.com, your home for Alpha Brain to keep you focused and the Warrior Bar to keep you stuffed and ready to rock it on a daily basis. And without further ado, episode 14 of the Everything is Marketing podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. Welcome to episode 14 of the Everything is Marketing podcast, the Friday before the Super Bowl, and that is pretty much everything uh, that people want to talk about. Lots of questions about the Facebook announcement this week and how insufferable is your social media going to be, because it very well could be. I know we talked, I think eight episodes ago about the Oreo um, dunk in the dark tweet that they put out and how I talked about that whole process and what that thing looked like and how everyone thought it was seamless, quick, and easy, and somebody was just sitting there. And they forget that there was a team of 13 people with a lawyer attached to make sure that everything was approved who had worked on projects like that for 18 months for that seminal moment to happen when it happened. Uh, They are calling them unplanned ads, and they are planning them on Twitter, and now Facebook is getting in the game so that you as an advertiser can buy ads in the middle of the game and slam them into people's news feeds so they can check them out as native advertising. It is going to be a fascinating, fascinating Super Bowl as all of this stuff is going to be flying by, and people are going to have their phones in front of them, their tablets in front of them. If they're using the Xbox One, maybe they're snapping to a Um, uh, interface like the uh, Internet Explorer and watching the game or whatever they're doing, this whole thing is going to be fascinating. Even more fascinating at the brands that are going to mess this up, and there will be a lot of them. Because when Oreo is doing this, right, nobody is paying attention. It's like when you're the first person to kind of break the glass ceiling of Snapchat and figure out how to do that advertising there, you're kind of by yourself. Those uh, 11 editorial content teams that are putting stuff in Discover on Snapchat, they're on an island by themselves kind of blazing a path. Oreo did the same thing. And obviously now everybody wants in on the game. The problem when everybody gets in on the game is they might not understand the work involved to do it correctly. So they might not understand that Oreo had a team of 13 people, 18 months of work in. Oreo uh, has lawyers on standby, all of that stuff in before they even think about doing a real-time advertisement in the middle of the Super Bowl. So when you're on Facebook over the weekend, specifically on Sunday, and you're doing things like uh, talking about the Patriots or talking about beer, talking about nachos, talking about the Seahawks, whatever you're talking about, you are going to see ads start to show up in your news feed that advertisers are creating in real time. What I'm interested in? is seeing how well they do it. That is a very difficult thing to do because it's essentially being the person that shows up at the Super Bowl party that wasn't invited. And can you be that person that shows up that wasn't invited, that people end up thinking is the coolest person at the party? That is how you do that at a very, very high level, right? Because we're still talking two years later about an Oreo half-shadowed talking about dunking in the dark, right? We're still talking about that because they were the person not invited to the party that turned out to be the coolest person at the party that we can't stop talking about. That is what native advertising needs to look like on Super Bowl Sunday. And as people are consuming their nachos, their $78 of product, watching their 4K televisions and tweeting their faces off, the ads that are going to fly by, which uh, are going to be a whole hell of a lot cheaper than the $4.5 million per 30 seconds that end up in television, That will be the thing to watch. And speaking of television, don't count television out, right? They're a very important part of what's going to happen 
on Super Bowl Sunday, and that needs to be addressed. The price tag is ridiculous, right? But they earn it because it's one of those moments where people are gathered around the television in a way they aren't for most days out of the year. And why I say that's important is because let's look at a story from earlier this week that we haven't talked about. On Monday, the WWE announced that their network, the WWE Network, that you pay $9.99 to join just past 1 million subscribers, which is huge news in the digital space, right? Except it's bad news for their television space because their stock went down when they mentioned that. And the deal that they have with NBC uh, was kind of gnarly by all uh, accounts. And why is it gnarly? Well, because television is still king right now. As much as it's fun to talk about social media, uh, television is still king when it comes to that sort of video platform. And hedging your bets and jumping into the digital world and kind of shrugging your shoulders and um, not paying much attention to the television, not to say that that's not what the WWE is doing. They're obviously not ignoring TV. They have two weekly TV shows. However, they are putting all of that content online on devices for $9.99 a month. And if you're somebody who wants to understand subscription models in marketing, they are doing it better than everybody. If you compare the WWE to the UFC, they have a product called Fight Pass versus the WWE Network. The WWE Network is such a better product and a better experience for the customer that it is something that the UFC has been slowly shifting to model after. What you've got to be careful of, though, is you get those 1 million subscribers at $9.99 a month. How does that hurt your television revenue? Because you still need people to come to the big shiny box in the middle of the living room and consume WWE Raw and consume SmackDown and buy pay-per-views. And you don't buy pay-per-views when you essentially get them for free for $9.99 on your device that plays on Xbox One also the big shiny box in the middle of the living room. So when you back end this into the Super Bowl, we're still having a discussion. People are watching the game on the big shiny box in the middle of the living room, right? So you still need to pay attention to what's happening there and see that the ads that they put on YouTube prior, there are a bunch of them up right now. You can see them before the game even starts. It doesn't matter. They're still going to end in the game, air in the game, and be part of that water cooler talk uh, on Twitter as it happens, on Facebook as it happens, and then Monday morning when everyone gets back together face-to-face and has those conversations. TV is still in the game here, and it's important to note on this weekend that what TV is going to do and how TV is going to tie this whole thing together is going to be important if you're a marketer. There is space for all of this stuff. And there are certainly instances in a brand aspect where you want a mass medium like television to help you get the word out because it's easier to do that in a shotgun approach on television than it is to go one by one, drip by drip. It's not better, it's easier. Understand the difference. So Super Bowl Sunday is coming. A lot of stuff is going to happen. I understand if you are not as interested as I am in seeing what sort of an insane mess your Facebook feed is going to be. But this idea of all of these people gathered around laptops all over America trying to do real-time ads fascinates me intrinsically. So we'll see what happens on Sunday. I will get a podcast up this weekend. I just don't know if it's going to be tomorrow or Sunday. But you'll get a weekend podcast talking about marketing. So hang tight, uh, because we will do that. And as always, if you have questions, you know what to do. Jump on Twitter, jump on Facebook, at Polymath and Vine, or find all of the content so you can subscribe away at the mlivemediagroup.com. It's everything marketing. My name is Eric. Have a brilliant, brilliant weekend. We'll talk next week.